0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus came to a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. She had a sister called Mary. Who sat down at the Lord's feet and listened to him speaking now, Martha, who was distracted with all the serving, said, "Lord, do you not care that my sister is leaving me to do the serving all by myself? Please tell her to help me." But the Lord answered, "Martha, Martha, he said, You worry and fret about so many things, and yet few are needed, indeed, only one. It is Mary." Who has chosen the better part it is not to be taken from her the gospel of the law mendicant orders such as the likes of the dominicans and the franciscans whose founder we remember today were a revolutionary leap in the gradual evolution of those who sought to consecrate their lives to god and to his church both the eremitic, the hermitage, and the cenobitic, the monastic way of life, prior to the advent of the mendicant orders, men that those consecrated to God had chosen a life of prayer, and contemplation, with limited engagement in the world, literally a life which they discern has, having chosen the better part. But with the world of the Middle Ages descending into a spiritual rot. Seeing the rise of new heresies and growing ignorance of the populace with regards to matters of faith, God saw it fitting to call new orders of men who would carry out the apostolic commission of bringing the gospel to the ends of the earth. These congregations were not to be confined to the cloister, but instead live amphibious lives, both in the world but not of the world. They seek God as contemplatives, living lives of prayer and study, but only because they have been given a job, the preaching of the gospel. This, in fact, reflects something that is true, more generally, of humanity. We are made to inhabit one world in two ways, as animals simultaneously rational and spiritual, the highest in the order of material creatures and the lowest in the order of spiritual beings. Yet these two dimensions are not in competition, but peacefully complementary. This is why we live, as the Nicene Creed puts it, in expectation of the resurrection of the body, and not merely in a mortality of the soul. Our prayer life roots us more deeply in the world, which despite its scourging by sin, is nonetheless the world in which the truth about God can be and actually is revealed to us. Note that our prayer life does not and should not insulate us from our responsibilities in a world. We find God in a world, not by going beyond or behind the world as we have it. This is why we should see the example of the two sisters in today's passage as one which is complementary rather than in conflict. Our Christian life should never be reduced to a simple choice between emulating Mary or martyr, that is, between prayer and doing good. We are called to do both. And this should be the model of every Christian life. A man should first seek God and desire to be with Him. By being with God, a man might hear a call from God to go out to other men and draw them to God. Hence, an active life is well lived when it flows out of a contemplative life, and there cannot be a purely active Christian life, absent of any contemplation. Therefore, every Christian should be both martyr and Mary. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.